Hey, Moving Forward listeners, I'm excited to announce that the audiobook edition of the Poshmark Guide for Individuals and Small Businesses is now available on Audible and Apple Audiobooks. In this book, I'll show you how to create a side business on Poshmark from your closet or expand an existing retail business using this innovative e-commerce solution. The audio edition comes with a companion document that contains all of the photos, worksheets, and exercises from the print version, making this an immersive and interactive learning tool. If you're not already an Audible member, you can try it out for free and get this title with it through my affiliate link, which is available at bemovingforward.com, in quick links within the show notes for this episode, and in my link tree. The Poshmark Guide is also available in paperback and for Kindle. Start learning moving forward today. Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 419. I hope everyone is having a great week. The write-up for last week's episode 418 is available on the website at bemovingforward.com. First, I want to welcome any new listeners to the podcast. And uh, I've just, I've been very grateful that more people are tuning in. And uh, just to let you know, if this is the first time you're tuning into the show and there's so many episodes and you're wondering, is there a particular listening order? As I mentioned last week, there is now an updated trailer for the show. That's MF000. It's less than two minutes long and it'll give you basically a roadmap on how to approach moving forward. As I share on many episodes and as I share in the trailer, there's no particular listening order This is very much an episodic series in which you can jump in on almost any episode, including today's. If today's your first episode jumping in, uh, you know, that's perfectly fine. Most of the episodes are standalone. However, some episodes do tie in to others. So some are part of a collection. Some are uh, serialized mini-series. So they're tied together. You can often tell that by listening to those episodes at the very beginning. I'll usually call back to a prior episode. I will also uh, earmark them in the titles, which I've been doing more recently. And of course, I have got the miniseries page of bemovingforward.com. But the, the updated trailer really gives you all you need to know to start out with Moving Forward. And if you're listening to Moving Forward on your favorite podcast player, whether it's Apple or Spotify, you'll be able to see the the trailer very easily. They usually separate it out at the top section or its own section so that it's very easy to find, especially if you're listening to the podcast for the first time. So do check that out. And for my longtime listeners, welcome. Thank you for all of your continued support for tuning in week after week. I have some listeners who've been with me for a year, two years, some listeners who've been with me since the very beginning. And I've been doing this now for... Uh, we're on season 10, which is really hard to believe. But um, anyway, so let's jump in. Today, I'm going to do a March updates episode. So every once in a while, not all, every month, but sometimes every other month, every now and then I'll do an update episode where I'm just covering updates on various different topics or what's top of mind. So I did a February one. I'm going to do a March one. This one will be a fairly short episode today. So the first thing I will cover and this will be a slight update to the podcast mini-series. I just did two PostScript episodes a couple of weeks ago. And for those of you who've been following the podcast, I did an updated mini-series last fall. 
building off of a mini series. We're updating a mini series I did in 2019 on how to launch a podcast. So if that's something that you're interested in, I do encourage you to check out the podcasting mini series from last fall and uh, the two postscript episodes that I just released recently. So this is a minor update, not something I'm going to dive a lot into uh, and probably not something I'm going to do an expanded episode on. It's just more of an FYI. For those of you who follow that uh, series or have been following the podcast for a while, you'll know that I recently migrated to a new host service provider. Uh, this was last June, July of 2022. I switched from my prior host service provider to Anchor, and Anchor is owned by Spotify, and they recently, as of this week, rebranded into Spotify for podcasters. And in fact, the Anchor URL redirects to a Spotify for podcasters URL. And the interface is largely the same. And, uh, you know, I've logged into it. I saw the updates. It's rebranded. Most of the basic functions are the same. So I'm not going to be spending a lot of time on this. And again, the podcast mini series, I really wanted to strike the balance. I didn't want it to become so focused on anchor. I really wanted to be a general overview for anyone who wants to start a podcast, regardless of which host service provider you choose, because there's so many good ones out there. And I always encourage people do your research before you choose a host service provider. But one thing that anchor where Spotify for podcasters is doing is that they are starting to integrate a lot more tools, tools that you you may already have on other host service providers, as well as innovative ones, which I think are pretty exciting. And one of the things I talked about on the Postscript episodes is, well, two things, really. I talked about monetization. I talked about uh, audience or listener engagement. And it looks like they are putting a lot more innovation and research and development into developing tools to help content creators who are on Anchor, we're now Spotify for podcasters, to monetize their shows and engage with their listeners. So I talked about things like not just traditional ad spots or sponsorships, but things like subscription content, listener donations. It looks like based on their announcement, you're going to be seeing additional or enhancements to those as well coming in the near future. In terms of engagement, one of the ones that I covered a couple of weeks ago was polls. You can now also, I think you, you can do like Q&A type stuff or messaging or basic messaging uh, and as well as audio messaging. So there's different ways now that you can engage with your listeners, which is really cool. It's just, it's taking that further step of incorporating or integrating listener feedback as part of the content creation process. Again, I'm not going to go too much into this, except to say do check out the podcasting mini-series from last fall, as well as the Postscript episodes. I have a separate page for that. That's available on the website, bemovingforward.com. There is one enhancement that I read on the announcement page, which I do want to mention here, which I think is pretty exciting. And a couple of weeks ago, I talked about the building blocks concept of creating a podcast episode in other words, instead of just recording one big sound file, you can now create segments, different files, sound files for one episode. And I talk more about that on the Postscript episodes. Check that out if you want to learn about the building blocks concept. But one thing that they have announced, and I don't know when it's coming out exactly, but I think it's pretty exciting, will be the ability to earmark chapters within a podcast episode. So this is almost an extension of that building blocks concept 
So not only uh, on Anchor or Spotify for podcasters, not only can you create episodes using different sound file segments, you'll now be able to earmark chapters within an episode. And this is something I see a lot in the YouTube space. If you follow any YouTubers, a lot of content creators on YouTubers are now starting to segment their videos into chapters. And you can see in the description a table of contents with a timestamp, and that allows you as the consumer to go back and look at a particular section or jump to a section that's of interest, especially if a piece of content is long form and it covers a lot of different things. And for me, particularly, what I think this will be useful for is that in 2019, when I did a lot of the mini-series, I formatted those episodes into three chapters, three parts. There was a beginning, middle, and end. And the beginning was kind of a personal update or professional update. The middle section is where I got into the to the content. And the third part of the episode is where I did book reviews. So books that I was reading, I would give a short review. Now I'll be able to go back and actually add chapters so that anyone listening to, let's say, a Poshmark episode from 2019, if they're just getting started, they'll be able to go back and just click on that chapter if they just need a refresher or review, or if they just want to tune into that part of the episode, they'll be able to do that. I don't know what that's going to look like. Uh, I don't think it's available yet, uh, but I think that's a, a pretty cool enhancement. And I don't know what the rollout will look like or how that feature is going to work. But I think the ability to earmark chapters, we're getting to that, I think, phase in which podcasting is catching up to other content platforms like YouTube, where you can do things like segment, where you can do things like add chapters. And I think as a listener, that's something that I, I'm pretty excited about, you know, being able to to see what that's going to look like and how that's going to enhance the listening experience for my audience and my listeners. All right, so that's just a brief update. Again, I'm not going to go into this too much. And I don't, my goal really isn't to do an anchor specific mini series. There's really more to do a podcasting mini series. But that is something I did want to mention. And other host service providers may have this already or maybe rolling out similar features. So uh, that's everything evolves and all of these platforms evolve over time. Podcasting is so different from when I started in 2015. Just the ability to do so many of these different things, it's pretty exciting. To see. So for those of you who are launching a podcast or planning to do so, you have a lot of different tools that are available to you. Hey, Moving Forward listeners, I've talked about on the Poshmark miniseries how staying organized and knowing your negotiating guidelines are key to running a successful business on Poshmark. That's why I've developed the Poshmark Seller Journal for Individuals and Small Businesses, a journal containing worksheets for inventory management and establishing negotiating guideposts for your listings. Included are sample worksheets that are filled out as examples to help new and experienced Poshmark sellers. It's available now on Amazon, or you can find quick links at bemovingforward.com and in the show notes for this episode. If you want to learn more about starting a business on Poshmark, I've also written a book, The Poshmark Guide for Individuals and Small Businesses, which is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobook versions. Stay organized with The Poshmark Seller Journal and start moving forward today. All right, let's turn our attention to Poshmark. First of all, I want to thank everyone who has been 
who has bought the Poshmark Guide for Individuals and Small Businesses, whether in paperback, Kindle, or now audiobook. The audiobook in particular, uh, I'm just really, really grateful to see so many people who are gravitating towards the audiobook version. And uh, as I did an episode on that not too long ago, it took a lot of work to kind of figure out all the moving parts and to create or recreate that that interactive teaching tool for an audio audience that you get from the print version or the Kindle version. So one thing I want to talk a little bit about is Poshmark is really a long game. And that's something that I talk about in the book. It's something I've talked about on the Poshmark miniseries and episodes. Today, more than ever, and I see this all the time, there are new Poshmark sellers popping up every day. Sometimes I feel like every hour. So it is a much more crowded marketplace than it used to be. Approach Poshmark, whether you're doing it as a side hustle where you're really trying to build something significant in terms of a business off of it, it really is in part a long game. So we've had occasions where we've listed items and they've sold right away. We've gotten offers or buy offers right away. Other times we've listed items and it's taken weeks, months, even over a year to get an offer on a particular item. So my recommendation is that you continue putting that time and energy into it, not just in creating new listings, which I think will definitely help. Uh, The more you list, I think the more visible you become, but making sure that you continue to update your listings, make sure that you continue to share them and go back to older listings. If you find that they're not moving, it it might be a time to revisit maybe the pricing Uh, Is it time to run a sale? You have a lot of different tools in which you can engage with uh, poshers who have liked or bundled your items. So, and I have episodes that cover that, so I'm not going to go too in-depth today, but there are many different ways that you can engage with uh, individuals who have interacted with your listings. Maybe time to update photos, add video, or update your copy. And I've talked about different ways you can enhance your listings through things like style tags. Again, I have episodes that cover that. That's also covered in the book. So just know that sometimes you may have a sale come right away or an offer come right away. Other times it may take a little while. Continue approaching this as a long game. In the meantime, it's not a bad idea to look at some of those older listings and see are there things that I can do to to maybe enhance them, to promote them. And you have a lot of different tools like stories and video. One of the things that we've done, and we haven't been able to do this with all of them, is that sometimes when we get inquiries on older listings, we will update either the photos or add videos, since video is a much more recent feature. So consider that. And remember, when you create those videos, you can can get that twofer and have it run as a story as well. So there are different ways that you can... Uh, you can promote your listings and continue refreshing them and giving them that uh, boost of search engine optimization. All right, I'm going to conclude today's episode with a tech tip. This is going to be a fairly short episode today, and this actually relates to audio content. So I talked a little bit about updates to podcasting with uh, Spotify for podcasters and Anchor. Uh, I've talked a little bit about audiobooks with the Poshmark Guide audiobook, and I'm going to talk a little bit about consuming audio content. We have so much audio content. Think about all the podcasts that you subscribe to. Think about uh, audiobooks. I, I've become a much 
more uh, in, engaged reader with audiobooks over the last couple of years. A couple of years ago, I was strictly paperback and Kindle. Now, uh, audiobooks are a regular part of my reading consumption. So uh, one of the things I notice, and this holds true with both audiobooks and podcasts that I listen to, is that, of course, every author or narrator will have a different rate of speed. And for some, I may find that their rate of normal rate of speed is perfect. For others, I may find them a little too fast or a little too slow. So I recommend, this is a very minor tech tip, but I, I found it's made a big difference, especially with audiobooks. And this year and last year, I consumed some audiobooks that were fairly long. And uh, some of the narrators I found were a little bit on the slower side for my taste. So what I would do is I would experiment with the rate of speed that I was listening to them. And you can do this on almost any audiobook player, whether it's Audible, Apple, or Libby, if you're checking out audiobooks from the library, which I do quite often. You can change the rate of speed. And I have found that sometimes 1.25 to 1.5 is a better consumption rate for me when I'm listening to audio content. I can still basically get the big picture points. I don't lose anything at that speed. And sometimes with certain narrators, 1.25 or 1.5 is a much better rate for me to stay engaged as opposed to listening to their regular rate of speed. In fact, sometimes I will find that I once I've listened to a 1.25 or 1.5 rate of speed, if I go back to 1.0, it just sounds way too slow. So I recommend with your audio content, and this this holds with podcasts as well, experiment with the rate of speed you may find that there's one that works better for you for certain books and certain authors and narrators. So that's my quick tech tip of the week. The write-up for today's episode will be at bemovingforward.com. Hope you're having a great day. Have a great weekend, and I'll be back next week. You can find the write-up for today's episode at bemovingforward.com. The views expressed by any featured guests are not necessarily those of the host, the program, or affiliates. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim, bemovingforward.com. All rights reserved.